I want to stay uh, on the price hike uh, of fuel this morning. And I want to welcome Mark Vecherov, uh, who is uh, a senior lecturer and development studies program coordinator at the University of Pretoria. Uh, because this conversation is something that we must be able uh, to quantify. Uh, Mark, uh, good morning. I, I just want to ask you this. When the price of petrol goes up, are we able to quantify exactly what the impact of it would be in a rands and cents level on the cost of living? Well, we can certainly see in certain areas like the food price increases, which others have mentioned, the way that has a knock-on effect. I mean, especially the increase in diesel prices increases agricultural production costs, it increases the transport costs, and those get knocked on. And we see also this way in which then um, companies in the food system, such as supermarkets, try to maintain their margins. And in that sense, they multiply the effect on the final consumer because they're 50% markup on, let's say, 10 rand per potato um, is makes a 5 rand markup, making the potato 15 rand. When they apply the same 50% markup on the 20 rand potato, that markup is 10 rand. So companies, are, we've, we've seen companies actually even managing to increase their profits quite substantially over the last years as we face these sort of price increases and food crisis for many people. You know, of course, the economy is complex. So the direct knock-on and the direct knock-on effects are complex. Um, and we see the way in which also pressures put on the primary producers and pressures put on to the consumers. But at the end of the day, who, you know, in many cases simply can't afford the food that they could afford before. But I think what we need to look at as well is what, as I think your previous speaker was also touching on, what could be done about this? We can't just moan about it. We need to realize we're in a crisis and more needs to be done to address this crisis. Yeah. Uh, so let's speak about uh, the barometer on, on, on the cost of living. Uh, how, and again, it has to be comparative. Where does South Africa's cost of living uh, uh, um, levels compare to its economic peers in a global index? Well, globally, they, I mean, if, if you compare exchange rates and so on with exchange rates, we're in the richer countries. We see even the fuel prices and so on are more expensive in, those, in most countries, say in uh, Europe, the UK and so on. They're facing higher, actually currently higher inflation than we're facing and, fa- and higher fuel rates. But of course, the structure of the South African economy is very different. So the impact that these things have in South Africa is very different, especially the impact on the poorest. And at the core of that is our high levels of inequality. So the poorest are feeling the brunt of this. And therefore, we really need to make sure that every intervention in this is focused on meeting the needs of the very poorest. The poorest workers, many of whom are not even unionized, those who are depending on grants. And it's very sad to see that every year the government is allowing the value of the grants to decrease. Yeah. So you know, the grants is one of the most important interventions the government is making to alleviate you know, extreme poverty and hunger. But if we look at the budget announcements in February this year, you know, the core inflation was at 7%, food inflation was 14%, and the government announces a 5% increase in state pensions, w- below core inflation, below even, way below food inflation. Yeah, just, we're continuing to see that situation of very high food inflation. Just and a lot. Increase in grants being way below that. We yeah. need to challenge the government on that. That's a way they can intervene now to address extreme poverty. Just the last one on, 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 on this, Mark, and, I, and look, it, 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 it really is a bit of, a, of an empirical question. So if you don't have the answer readily on hand, I, I can understand that. But if we were to plot uh, our current cost of living uh, comparatively to cost of living over the last decade relative to household income, where would it uh, feature? I'm not 
quite sure what you mean, but what we certainly see is that the poorer households have less buying power than they had before. So the poorer households are less able to buy, for example, a healthy diet, if we just focus on yeah. that key issue for, for all of us. So definitely we're seeing a decline in living standards for the poorest. There's there's a, there's an upper working class, the unionized in, state, in the state and so on, who have to some extent gained, and, and the middle classes that to some extent gained. And then, of course, the very richest have, have gained dramatically in the last years and are far wealthier and taking yeah. home more of the national income than they used to. But for the, for the poorest 50%, living standards are definitely dropping. The ability to buy a healthy diet you know, is dropping, and more than half the country simply can't afford yeah. a healthy diet anymore. Mark Wegerov, Senior Lecturer at the uh, and Development Studies Program Coordinator at the University of Pretoria. Thank you so much for your time. Really, really do appreciate it.